Hi there, Rachel here. If you're listening to this episode in May of 2024, I have some big news. After selling out during the holiday season, my Flex of Gold journal is available for pre-order right now and will be shipping to your home by the end of June. To celebrate, we're running an amazing pre-order sale for Mother's Day. Purchase the journal before May 13th and you'll get $10 off every journal. This is our best price of the year, even better than Black Friday, so it's the perfect time to stock up for gifts for family and friends. This three-year journal helps mothers to notice, savor, and write down the fleeting golden moments that they experience with their children each day. So go to 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold to reserve your copy, and you'll also see our brand new cover colors, as well as our new cover option, which is a wipeable vegan leather. So again, go to 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold to pre-order your journal, and from now until Mother's Day 2024, they'll be marked down by $10 each. I can't wait for you to experience the magic of this beautiful gratitude journal for mothers. You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, Episode 31. Three easy ways to teach your kids the true meaning of patriotic holidays. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast for moms who want to create more meaning in motherhood. Each 30-minute episode will feature three doable takeaways for you to try at home with your family this week. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. Thank you so much for being here. Summer is just around the corner. So close, we can almost feel the sun on our shoulders as we sit by the pool, hear the kids laughing at dusk as they gather on the lawn to play with friends, and taste the hamburger and chips at that annual 4th of July barbecue. With summer comes several important patriotic holidays for Americans. Memorial Day, where we kick off the summer and we get a day off of work. Flag Day, which I know no one really celebrates, but it's my mom's birthday, so I always think of it as important. And of course, the 4th of July, where we gather with friends and family and watch the fireworks booming overhead. But these holidays are more than just an opportunity to take a day off of work, gather at the pool for a barbecue, and enjoy a parade or a fun evening with friends and family. Do our kids know that? Do they know that these American holidays are really about so much more? Today on the podcast, we have two special guests who are going to teach us how to teach our kids the true meaning behind patriotic holidays. These two women are sisters, twin sisters actually, and mothers, and they also have some unique background that almost none of the rest of us have. They both spent years working in Washington, D.C., one on Capitol Hill as the press secretary for two U.S. senators, and the other in the White House in the Office of Presidential Speechwriting. So cool. They are now stay-at-home moms who are passionate about politics, history, civility, and civics, and they run the website The American Moms to give us resources to teach our kids more about our nation's history and government. It's such an honor to have them on today to teach us how to give these summer holidays a bit more meaning this year. So Andrea Reeve and Brittany Richmond, 
Welcome to 3 and 30 Podcast. Thank you. You made us sound so cool. <laughs> We're not, <laughs> you, but thank you. You are so cool. I couldn't believe it. I was telling, I was reading my husband your little bios yesterday and he's like, wow. I mean, you don't, you don't hear about people that actually worked in the White House or were press secretaries for senators. So we're so excited to have you both on. And I just wanted to start by asking you, what made you decide to start the website, The American Moms? Oh, good question. So I think it's sort of a maybe years in the making, who knows, but we hadn't thought about it until the last big election day. And everybody knows what that was like, right, Brittany? Mm-hmm. And it was bad. It was bad, but because it wasn't bad because of, well, it was bad for numerous reasons, but I think we both saw it on social media that it was, people were fired up and mm-hmm. yes. And Brittany and I saw a whole lot of things happening that we were like, we need to address some of these things. There's something, and Brittany can speak to some of this too, but she saw a bunch of people too that were saying, how do I explain this to my children? And, and what do we do about this? And, but a lot of people are a lot of talk and not a lot of action. And so Brittany wrote this really, really, really awesome response to here's what you say to your kids. If you don't think that your kids are going to understand what elections about. And I think it, what did it get shared, Brittany, like 3000 times or something? Yeah. 3000 times people just like not realizing that they have a part in it, <laughs> that the election results are part of a result of what we as a country did together. So if they don't like it, then guess what? There's this whole, you know, we the people, <laughs> you know, right. concept out there that we need to be proactive about doing our part. And so that's kind of why we wanted to start what we started to get parents proactively having these conversations with kids that they can do something. There's a part, there's a role for them to play in our country that a lot of parents don't think about. And so we wanted just to get in the face of moms, like where are moms? Well, they're on social media. Um, So we just thought, how can we teach moms and parents and dads even um, about things that they're not always thinking about? Yeah. And that's such a service because honestly, I feel like I'm a fairly educated person, but this is an area that I do feel lacking in resources and knowledge and understand. Like I, there's so much I don't know that I want to know about history and our country's government so that I can for myself, but also so that I can teach it to my kids. So for you to put together a resource that makes that easier for mothers is such a gift. Oh, thank you. We're trying to make it fun because I think a lot of people hear, um, you know, civics and news and they tune out, which is part of the problem. So we're trying to make it interesting and fun and, and how it can actually relate to people. Yeah. And you do a great job with that. So their website is the com, right? Yes. Saying that correct. And then they also have a great Instagram account, the American moms that has almost daily or daily tips and different facts and information. And I love following your account there. You're so nice. Thank you. So I asked you to teach us more specifically on this episode about these holidays coming up and how we can make it more than just a fun day at the pool. Um, And so what are your three takeaways for how we can teach our kids the meaning behind these important holidays? What's your first takeaway? 
Okay, the first one is to talk often about why being an American is special to you. Um, And that sounds like a no-brainer, but it's something that we don't always think about doing. So it doesn't have to be something that's awkward, like sit everyone down and say, hey, it's time to talk about America. No, just make it this, you know, very conversational, just fit it into wherever you are. Um, So something that's special to me about America um, is the freedoms that we have, you know, freedom of religion, freedom of speech. Um, we have amazing educational opportunities that a lot of countries still, even though we're in 2018, don't have. You know, I was just looking up this morning, there's 264 million children across the world who don't go to school. Wow. That is so sad. So I want my kids to know that what we have here is special. And the more they realize that what we have here is special, the more those holidays are going to mean something to them instead of just being another day. Mm-hmm. And then on the way to church, even, you know, take the opportunity to talk about um, there's, again, countries out there, you know, this day and age that don't have the religious tolerance that we have in this country. Mm. So we're lucky that we get to go to church um, in a building of, you know, and we get to choose where we go to church. So those are a couple of different ways. And one thing I thought about was um, when we recently had tax day, I don't know where my son got this because it's not something that we talk about at home, but he's only seven and we were at the post office doing something else and a lady was there doing her taxes and my son said to her, taxes stink or something (laughs) like that. Like taxes are the worst. And I, and I said, well, taxes are the reason why you get to go to school. Like we all, we all contribute so that our country and our society can run well. And that's how they fix the roads and that's how they pay for, you know, and so I kind of listed off. I'm like, so it's not fun to send in some of your money, um, but it's so important. And I'm so glad that we live in a country where people are willing to send in their money and contribute so that we can have this great country and things are safe here and clean here and all these things. And um, then he thought about that and said, I think I would keep it all and I would just buy myself lots of toys. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe that didn't quite sink in. But the more conversations that we have, the better, I think, pointing things like that out. Yeah. And so you can just teach them that taxes are the price we pay for all of those freedoms and how sometimes it stings a little bit, but the alternative is so much worse. So I will gladly pay those taxes. And I think a lot of times when we're talking about our country, we sometimes can dwell on the negative. Congress isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing and the president's doing this or that. Um, but we need to have them hear us talk about the positives too. Because there's so many out there. And I know that you're both really into politics. So what do you do if you do have strong political views and like certain candidates, you really don't like their stance or even them as a person. (laughs) Like, how do you have civil political discourse in your homes with in front of your children? So because you want to talk often about why being America, being American is special to you, but you also don't need to sugarcoat everything. So how would you do that being political people? That's a good question. So my kids are a little bit older than Andrea's. So we've had these discussions a lot. Um, there are often times where I don't agree um, with things that the president has done or is doing. And mm-hmm. I made the mistake once of going off on it in front of my now eight-year-old. And 
So then he would go, he would, one time I picked him up and the teacher's like, well, we know all how he feels about this certain president because he talked about it for quite a while. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, so I made sure I sat him down like, we don't dislike this president. We just don't agree with some of the choices that he makes. But that's part of what this country right. is, is guess what? If we don't like the person who's in power, we get to vote for a new one in a few years. And that's so awesome that we don't have this, you know, political, you know, monarchy or dynasty that we get mm-hmm. to have new people it's so our new president you know in a, a few years can be someone that we don't even know about right now like someone could just surface and right. that's one of the great things about our country is the political process is that we get to go to the polls every you know two to four years and vote for people so if we don't like them guess what we have the opportunity to change it yeah and also, I you could even say if there's something that you don't like somebody's doing, whether it's your the president or your congressman or senator, there's all these ways these days you can contact them, help your kid write a letter to them, or Absolutely. call them or email them or, or whatever, or, or go out and protest with people over something. There's so many things that you can do. Okay, that's a great takeaway for number one. Um, what is your second takeaway? So the second takeaway is know the history and get your kids excited about it. And hopefully people won't tune out right here because I think history gets a bad reputation sometimes of being boring and we just dwell on the dates. And I think that's where, um, that's where everyone's wrong. (laughs) History is so exciting. And I think it's become a big passion of mine. I think obviously a little bit of appreciating it comes with age and maturity Um, But we can get our kids excited about it, too. Um, Can I read you an awesome quote? I don't know if you know who David McCullough is. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest historical writers of our time. Yes. And he, I just love everything he has to say is so eloquent and perfect. And he was actually giving um, a seminar on on why history is important um, a couple years ago. And he said, kids just need to turn the way they think about it. He said, one might also say that history is not about the past. If you think about it, no one ever lived in the past. Washington, Jefferson, John Adams, and their contemporaries didn't walk around saying, isn't this fascinating living in the past? Aren't we picturesque (laughs) in our funny clothes? They lived in the present. The difference is it was their present, not ours. They were caught up in the moment or living in the moment exactly as we are and with no more certainty of how things would turn out than we have. So... I just love that. It just made me think about it in a whole new light that's about people. Um, and our country or our kids need to know that they the focus should be on those people um, and that they were real and had real struggles. And we look back to like our founding fathers and think, wow, they're like these gods. But they weren't. They were just ordinary men like all of us. Um, so kind of start there. They need to know the founding of our country and the history so if you are going, for example, I love, we love taking our kids to historical sites. Um, there's this really cool app. If you think you don't live near anywhere that has history, there's this cool app that the History Channel came up with called History Here. And it will tell wow. you literally anything historical near you. And I looked it up because I live right by Mount Rushmore. And so I thought, oh, there'll be lots of great places. There were places on there that I'd never even heard of, like certain hotels where certain historical things happened. So find out what in your area um, you can take your kids to and make sure you read about mm-hmm. it first. You no know, kids are just like adults and that they need that foundation, that background first to appreciate it. So 
If you're going to go to Abraham Lincoln's boyhood home, for example, read about it first. That will help get them excited about it and then go see it. Um, don't just take them there and say, here you go. You know, they need that foundation first. Do you recommend, I love the recommendation of that app. Do you have a favorite like series, book series or favorite author? Like I feel overwhelmed going to the library and just like, where would I even start finding the best books to teach them about history? Or do you have a resource on your website, which is a list of all of them? We do have a list on our website and I can send you the link too. We have right now, what we have is a dozen books to get your kids excited about America. Wow. I so, love that. Yeah. And there, there's so many though. We, we just barely scratched the surface, but one of the ones that I think is fun too is um, there's the series called Ordinary People Change the World. And this guy, Brad Meltzer, I don't know if you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. He He's written books about George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and all these historical figures that are geared towards kids, but he makes them fascinating. Mm-hmm. And um, they're so kind of, they're, they're kind of cartoony, the illustrations. Yes. Yeah. So that kids are keep this their interest right mm-hmm. not cartoony in a bad way like it's very yeah. <laughs> very well done there's little like speech bubbles and thought bubbles for the you know the different characters and stuff they're really cute we we just have one but my son really likes it and I've been wanting to get more in the series yeah they're really cute and so and then uh, along with that same bullet point about knowing the history is not just knowing the history of our country but also knowing the history of the holidays right and I was reading a poll that said um a recent poll says 80% of, of Americans don't actually know what the true meaning of Memorial Day is. So, we, and, and that's one of my pet peeves is when people post things on social media, like happy Memorial Day to this person. You're like, well, that person has nothing to do with Memorial Day. <laughs> but anyway, so so know what Memorial Day is. And that's honoring the men and women who died while serving in the U.S. military. Mm-hmm. And and then Veterans Day, which is, I think, often confused, is um, it's, November 11th, because that was the anniversary of the end of World War One, and it's dedicated to American veterans of all wars. So there's a difference between those. So know what holidays you're celebrating. That's part of the history. Right. Um, and would that just be like a quick Google search to find that sure. out? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, there's tons of resources out there. You know, like, exactly. yeah, I'm just thinking, like, if I realize... I don't even know what Memorial Day is about and Memorial Day is tomorrow or whatever. Uh-huh. I could just do like a quick Google search and read about it and then be able to tell my kids about it, you know? So like, or like Flag Day, for example, which I mentioned in the intro, my that's my mom's birthday. And so I've always known June 14th is Flag Day, but I'll be honest and say, I don't really know what that, why, what is Flag Day? Mm-hmm. Do you know? I don't know why they picked that day, Brittany. Do you? I don't. We're gonna have to do a Google search. You guys are gonna have to do an article on on Flag Day yeah. this year. <laughs> so, um, you know what? It actually it comm- commemorates the adoption of the flag, which oh. happened fourteenth, seventeen seventy seven. Perfect. There you go. Fast, see how fast you can look things up. Yeah. <laughs> Our readers think that we just know everything. They're like, "Wow, you know so much!" But a lot of things we have looked up too. Like we don't know everything. We maybe know a little bit more than the average you know, person out there, but we don't know everything by any means. So you're giving away our secrets. <laughs> you're, you're always researching. And I must, I have to say, I loved 
Um, Because I worried a little bit before the interview when I was preparing. I'm like, oh, no, like, are they going to realize how uneducated I am about American? (laughs) But then I read in your bios that one of you had written that you had taken that all that all you knew about like American history before you moved to Washington to start was that you'd taken American heritage twice (laughs) in college. It was hard (laughs) in college. Did you take it? It was a hard class. (laughs) So does that mean that you failed it? What's the first time? I did not fail it. I just got a less than desirable grade. That's all. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, okay, like they, it's not like they started with this massive knowledge. No, like you can all gain not. it. And I didn't, yeah. and I, Brittany's had a, a passion for it much longer than I did, but I didn't get a passion for it until I was in my adulthood. It wasn't something I was excited about when I was in school. So you can get excited about it anytime. It doesn't have to be too late, you know? Yes. I love that. Um, so you can learn the meaning behind these holidays and do something. Yes. So, um, so is that your third takeaway? Our third takeaway is celebrate purposefully by doing something that commemorates that holiday specifically. So okay. I have a billion ideas and I don't know, we'll just, I'll just start sharing some of them. So um, yes, by, the way, by the way, you talked about, you know, is there more to it than picnics and, and fireworks? But here is a quote from John Adams. And he said, it ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade with shoes, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore. So oh, I love that. we can do things that are meaningful, but those things that we're all used to doing are what our founding fathers wanted us to do. They wanted us to have fun and to celebrate freedom. So Memorial Day, let's start there. So Um, This is something I actually didn't know about until recently. So there on Memorial Day at three o'clock, there's something called the National Moment of Remembrance. So at three o'clock every day, every Memorial Day, Americans are asked to pause for just one minute to honor the fallen. So when we think about celebrating purposefully, these things don't have to be things that are um, really hard. These can be easy things like at three o'clock, just pause for a minute. Think about people who have died. And and I, and I even read like trains who are driving or on the tracks at three o'clock are supposed to blow their horns. And um, so all these things at three o'clock, turn your headlights on on your car at three o'clock if you're driving and um, simple things like that. So there's that one. So that again, that's a national moment of remembrance. Um, spend time talking about reflecting on those who died for our country. Do you know anyone who served? Um, for our country and and died and talk about that with your kids. Um, Go on social media and share a picture of of that and talk about why you love that person and why you miss them. And um, something, just something so simple as that. Um, Visit your local veteran cemetery. If you have one in your community and you could have your kids help you pick out flowers and to take to some grave sites there Um, attend or watch a parade, visit a war memorial or cemetery. If you live near a memorial, um, visit a battlefield. There's battlefields mostly on the East Coast, but you know, if, if you're on vacation on the East Coast or you live there, then take your kid to a battlefield and help celebrate Memorial Day that way. Um, and then obviously this this is something that goes with Flag Day or any holiday really for our country, but fly the flag and explain mm. the flag to your children. And it's just something as simple as that. Um, on TV, you can watch the president lay a wreath on the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier every Memorial Day. Um, there's also links online where you can watch the United States Capitol concert where they do tributes to men and women who gave their lives for our country. 
Um, there's, mm-hmm. So that's just, there's just some ideas. These can hopefully help you get the ball rolling on things that you can do on Memorial Day. So I think you alluded to this a little earlier that we don't understand what, Memor- what Memorial Day is actually for. So a lot of people will just celebrate anyone that they miss that has passed away on Memorial Day, which obviously isn't a bad thing to remember so people much. that you love. Yeah. But it really is meant to be people who have lost their lives protecting our country right exactly exactly that's that's what memorial day is about i have a neighbor who i love i thought this was such a cool idea who she knew that there was a family in our neighborhood that had lost a son um in i think over in iraq and they had like a little like a memorial out front of their home like a stepping stone and some things to to memorialize him so we all knew that 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 had occurred but none of us knew that family we just Mm -hmm. saw that little spot there and she approached them and I think just like knocked on their door and um, introduced herself and asked if they would talk to her kids about Memorial Day and how important it is to them and if they're about their son if they wanted to or and I wasn't able to be there and I was so disappointed because we were out of town, but she said it was the most special experience for them to talk to the children about what Memorial Day means and to share a little bit about their son and show his picture. And um, it, I mean, that's a scary, like that she did that. I was so proud of her. Um, And some people might not respond so openly. They might not want to talk about it. But I, I would think that a lot of people who've lost loved ones would be honored to be able to share that information. Absolutely. That's a really cool story. Yeah. And if, if any of your neighbors, you know, served in the military, go talk to them. They would probably love to share their stories. Yeah. So I have some ideas for Independence Day, too, if you want to hear yes, a few more ideas. Please do. Okay. So we talked about reading stories about our founding fathers. Teach them songs. For those who have um, Alexa, you can say, Alexa. Play patriotic music and she'll string together a whole list of patriotic music for you. That um, just things like that. I know it's amazing, right? So talk about our national anthem. You could find out the history behind the words in it, you know, and who wrote it and all those fun things and teach that to your kids. Visit a historical site. Go visit Brittany in, in South Dakota. She'll take you to Mount Rushmore. You know, there's so <laughs> things like that. Online on um, the National Archives website, you can actually go and see what the original Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, and the Constitution looks like. So your kids can see what those look like. And you could talk to them about that. Um, this one I really like. Begin the day with a prayer or reflection of thanks for our freedom. So mm-hmm. thank our God for these freedoms that we have. And let your kids hear you thank them. And let them pray for those things, too. And then this one I think is really fun. That you could even do all year long. Post a list of the freedoms that you're most thankful for on your refrigerator. So you can Mm. see them every day. So your kids can see them so you can talk about them. So there's just a few ideas for you. Help get your your minds going about some ideas of how you can celebrate meaningfully. Yeah. I love that. And if I'm sure you've written articles about these various things, what send those to me and I will link them in the show notes of the episode so um, I want moms to just go and check out your entire site and browse, and I hope they will. But that way, maybe that will give them some direction of somewhere to start. If you have like a post with Memorial Day ideas, or I will definitely link this article you mentioned about the books, about history, different things. Just send me those, and I'll put them in the show notes. 
Okay, perfect. I'll do that. So um, we usually end by having you recap the three takeaways before we go, but is there anything else that you wanted to add or say, or do you just want to go ahead and recap those takeaways? Yeah, we talk about the three branches of government, but just don't forget the fourth, and that is us. We the people. It's up to us to teach our children these things when it's lacking in schools these days. And it's up to us to actually do things to make our country better. And I think that's important as well. Mm. But the three takeaways, Brittany. Sure. Yeah, I can go ahead. So the first one was talk often about why an Amer- being an American is special to you. It does not have to be awkward. Just throw into everyday conversation. You know, talk about it at dinner time. Talk about it on the way to school or the way to church. Um Planned vacations around it too is another one. I don't think I talked about that. Um, and then the second takeaway is know the history and get your kids excited about it. So what, what happened on the 4th of July? You know, we say, oh, that's our country's birthday. But you do you actually know what really happened that day? Um, look it up because it might surprise you <laughs> that a lot of things you think might have happened that day didn't actually happen that day. So know the history and make it exciting. Make it about people um, and not just rattling off you know, dates and facts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one was celebrate purposefully by doing something that commemorates that holiday specifically. So if it's Memorial Day or Veterans Day, um, make sure you have an element of actually talking to veterans or even, you know, have a party where you make care packages for veterans or for um, active duty military members. So many different ways to celebrate. And again, we should celebrate, but make sure you do something meaningful those days as well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been so helpful. And I know I'm feeling inspired to make these days a little more meaningful for our family this year. And I love that so many of your ideas feel like are really doable. You're not saying that you need to spend hours and hours prepping something. It's like, just look something up really fast and then teach your kids about it. And I can do that. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on and we'll send people to the AmericanMoms.com to learn more. And Thanks for being on 3 and 30. Thanks for having us. Okay, I'm feeling inspired. Are you guys? In fact, it's possible that shortly after I edited this interview, I went on Amazon to look for one book that I could order to teach my kids the true meaning of Memorial Day. And I ended up with six. Okay. But I think this was a good investment because is there any better investment than educating your kids, right? And I am going to use those books year after year on multiple holidays, so I totally don't feel bad. So I give you permission if you need to use Amazon Prime two-day shipping to get some children's books delivered to your house this week in time for the holiday, or there's always your local bookshop or the library, And you can go to my show notes to find out what books I ordered and also to see the links to the American Mom articles about ways to celebrate these special holidays. I also wanted to mention another really valuable resource. My good friend Jennifer Brimhall runs a website called Raise the Good, which basically um, she curates the best resources for families to teach their children values. And she's been on this podcast before, back in episode three. She talked about introducing our kids to unexpected heroes. 
She always knows the best books and movies for families. So I asked her to write a post just for you guys, just for this episode with patriotic resources. And she did that for us. Her post is called Patriotic Books, Movies, and More for the Whole Family. And it's linked in my show notes for today's episode. So go check that out. If you want some ideas for more resources, you could watch or read with your family. But whatever you do, you don't have to overthink this. You don't have to stress about it. Just let yourself get excited about teaching your kids, however that works best for you. And maybe that means ordering a bunch of books if you're like me and you're a book addict. Or maybe that means just simply sitting down with your kids at some point this week and having a conversation about the freedoms you most love and writing them down and putting them on the fridge or having your kids draw pictures. And however you choose to teach your children, I know that your small efforts will really pay off in who they become. I truly believe that. And I hope that you have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend with your family.